This is Switched On. Welcome back to the Switched On podcast. This is your host, Akshay Koti Basko. And for those of you who are new, this podcast is dedicated to those who find themselves struggling with the ominous task of choosing a career. Regardless of whether you're one of those people or not, and if you would like to ease the process of figuring out what career is truly right for you, or if you would like to simply gain a more knowledgeable and informed perspective, look no further. Each session we present a different job from a different sector and explore exactly what each job entails, as well as the required interest to work in the field. Today we have a very special guest, Ms. Rita Bhatia. Ms. Rita Bhatia has 43 years of experience as a lawyer, specializing in family and divorce cases, and most recently she has started her own law firm, RDB Legal, which is now five years old. Lawyers like Ms. Bhatia are certified professionals who advise and represent natural and juristic persons in legal matters. They counsel clients, perform legal research, prepare legal documents, and represent clients in criminal and civil court proceedings. Ms. Bhatia was educated at Maharashtra National Law University, where she received her degree, and shortly afterwards she kicked off her career and started to practice law. Welcome, Ms. Bhatia, and thank you so much for being here today on this podcast. It's a great pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Firstly, Ms. Bhatia, I think the listeners are probably most curious as to why you do what you do. How did you initially become interested in this field or profession? I'm a lawyer. Right. Before I became a lawyer, I was a professor teaching English. Wow, okay. Then something happened in my life and I decided to study law to combat the corruption between lawyers. That sounds great. I think it's a very positive thing that you're doing there. Uh, can you tell us a bit about yourself, such as your interests, skills, and what you do outside of work? I like to listen to music, uh, read a lot. I write a little bit, mainly poems in Hindi and English. What about but, your family? Do you like spending time with them? Yes, they are most important to me in my life. That's great. Uh, can you provide a brief overview of the role you play within the organization? And what are the main responsibilities and tasks you handle on a daily basis? Um, uh, in my office, I'm handling the entire administration, basically coordinating with my juniors. And uh, I do the major drafting work okay. of the cases, replies, etc. Complicated matters. The simple applications are made by my juniors. Do you take the cases to court yourself or is that also handled by your juniors? Uh, I Now I have reduced attending courts because I have good competent juniors. Okay. Earlier I was handling every small integrity of the matters. Mm. Now I go when the matters are for final hearing, okay. for arguments, for cross-examining mm. the witnesses. The major part okay. I handle. Yeah. I guess well, with your with so much experience, I guess you don't need to handle the tiny yes. things anymore. I have 42 years experience in yeah. profession. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. Uh, could you share any specific projects or assignments you've worked on recently that highlight the nature of your job? Actually, the nature of my job is very varied. Okay. Um, 
I do a lot of family court matters, a lot of writ petitions. My specialization is cooperative societies. So I am retainer for societies and I handle a lot of matters up to high court. Sure, sure. Uh, one of the most interesting cases which I handled was of two girls. One had had a transformation to a boy. Okay. And they had got married. Got it. It didn't work. The girl in the relationship found a guy for herself. <laughs> okay. And she started cheating. Even the courts didn't know how to handle the matter at that time. Yeah. Because uh, uh, there was no precedent sure, in the yeah, matter. Of course. Initially, the judge would tell us that go for a consent divorce. Mm. But I put my foot down and said no. Finally, I had to withdraw that petition, refile it before the principal judge because she understood what I was seeking. Okay. And finally, I got the nullity order. Hmm. Nice. As a lawyer, your job typically involves long working hours and many consider law as a job that leaves little to no time for personal hobbies and relationships. How do you find solutions to create spare time and have your responsibilities become more flexible as your career progressed? I don't agree with this. You don't? Even when I started out, I had three small children. Okay. And I somehow coordinated my work with my personal life. I would stop at six o'clock at any cost because my family didn't want me to work after six. Sure. My children needed me, my husband needed me. And uh, we have to make adjustments. Mm. After attending to the family, after they were after nine o'clock, I would turn to my work and work till we hours in the morning, sometimes three, four also. Okay. So somehow I managed my work and my family life. I guess it took a great deal of organization to handle that. A lot of sacrifice, yes, mm. from both ends. Furthermore, law is also known as a stressful job. Would you say it is manageable for most people? So basically, do you have a warning to give students? And also, how have the levels of stress been affected by advancements in your career? Do you agree with this one also or not? Yes, it is a very stressful job. Okay. We don't understand when we take a case, it seems quite simple. But mm. as it progresses, things happen and it really affects us. So at that time, the best thing is when you are very stressed, stressed out, that time, just put on some music for a little while. It'll calm you. Yeah? It, music plays a great part in our lives. It, but many lawyers don't understand this. What music do you typically listen to to calm yourself down? I listen to the old music. <laughs> very, very old music. Yeah. 40s, 50s. Wow. And it's very calm. Mm. That's good. Uh, what are some of what are some of more of the challenges that you face in your role? And how do you usually overcome them? Honestly, as a woman, I did face a lot of challenge mm. initially. Women were not taken seriously at that time. And uh, there were not many women when I started out. Today, courts are flooded with beautiful girls who work hard. I don't know whether they are facing the same challenges I felt. But 
we have to overcome our challenge if we are yeah. strong enough. Would you say that's gotten better over time? Hopefully? Yes, much better. Okay. Today girls are accepted. Yeah. So they're not as large obstacles as they were for you? No. Okay, that's that's very good to hear. Especially I had a handicap, I didn't know Marathi. Oh, okay. So that is where I faced a little problem. In fact, I was advised, why don't you learn Marathi? Because the lawyers would, in lower courts would argue in Marathi. Mm. And I would insist at least they can argue in Hindi, if not yeah. English. Did you learn it eventually or not? Now I understand, I can talk a little bit of Marathi. Okay. Yes. So I guess the language barrier. You have to adjust yeah. again. Yeah. It's an adjustment. Um, are there any particular aspects of your job on the flip side that you find especially rewarding or fulfilling? Yes, there are. When you succeed in a case, mm. uh, it gives you a real... Uh, it gives you happiness mm. because you have worked for it. And uh, it is uh, that's the reason why I put written arguments in almost all my cases, at every stage in fact. Mm. Even on an application, I give written submissions because at least if it's in writing, the court can look at the written submissions sure. and come to a conclusion. For students wishing to apply for a job in your industry, what would you recommend as the degree they should aspire to attain? And what would you like to say to students who are considering a career path similar to yours? Today, there's an influx of students running for corporate work. Uh, they want to work with law lawyers who are specializing in corporate matters or sports management matters mm. or movie management um, documents. So the high paying, high but paying. They're high paying and they're new. Right. Uh, intellectual law has also found out of students turning to it. But it's not easy. Sure because it's, it is the established lawyers uh, who are already in it, they don't give an opportunity to the juniors to come up. Mm. They're not encouraged, they're not paid very good fees. Mm. It dissuades them in, and leads to a lot of frustration. I have watched this. Right. I actually advise students that go in for civil law or criminal law. At least there is, you can make a niche for yourself. Yeah. I think TV series have given people the wrong impression about certain types of law. No, I don't agree with no? this uh, TV programs yeah. because they don't bring out the truth. Yeah, I've seen things like Suits and it gives a very different impression from what you say. No, no, Suits, I'll tell you, it is overrated. I have watched Suits. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, most of the time I've seen the serials I saw was about internal issues between the corporate lawyers. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Do you have any personal advice as to what skills or qualifications are necessary to succeed in your position? It's a misconception you have to hold an LLM. Okay. Many students go for LLM, but what I learned as an LLB student, uh, graduate, I'm doing the same work as a solicitor. Okay. I don't have. I didn't have to become a solicitor. I do drafting. I do legal contracts. Uh, and uh, all types of matters, in all types of matters, except sales tax and income tax. Okay. I don't go into that heavy. Yeah. Because I know nothing about it. Okay. So you, you really don't think it's necessary? Uh, you can uh, work on uh, the matter 
and there, today there are a lot of uh, material available on YouTube, uh, on YouTube and also on Online. Google. Yeah. You Google, you get agreements from international agreements, so you can use those and draft your own. Sure. We didn't have that facility during our times. Right. I used to have a contact with a solicitor firm where the clerk would give me the precedents and I would work on them. Hmm. Throughout your tenure, you've probably made many vital connections. Would you recommend students to make connections like you have? And how important do you think these connections are? It's very important in, our, in any field. Mm. You have to be seen and be heard. Okay. Because unless you circulate, you will not meet new clients. Sure. Uh, when I started, I was given six briefs by my senior, which he didn't want to uh, take care of anymore. I was only two years old in the profession at that time. So I had to fend for myself. Mm. I made my contacts through my friend circle. Gradually, word of mouth, I got more and more contacts. Mm. Similarly, society, I attended one matter, I remember. In 81, I succeeded in that. And that matter, the secretary of that society must have sent me at least six, seven matters after that. So gradually, Word of mouth carries. Right. Have you sustained most of those connections until today? Uh, yes. Some of them are even today my clients. Wow. Some are, some have gone. Yeah. Gone but, means they have died. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but my connections are very old. I have people who were, who came to me in 1990. Wow. And even in 84 one person whom I met in court and I helped him out. That man is my client even today. That's that's very impressive. Uh, in addition, do you recommend your field of work to students? And in the future, do you think it is a market that will grow or decline? I highly recommend this profession. Okay. This is one profession which is never going to come to an end. Right. There are going to be litigations. Mm. There are going to be cases coming up to lawyers. And if you are known by people, then you will definitely get a lot of work. Hmm. For this, I will advise join some organizations where you interact with people like Rotary, like right. Lions. But at the same time, don't do free work. Sure. Because these contacts, many of them, even they may be very rich, but they don't want to pay. They want hmm. free work. Don't do that. Make it very clear. I'm on this side of the table. You're on that side of the table. I will charge. So it's you think it's an industry that will grow a lot? It will grow. Okay. You have a great deal of experience in the field and have seen the progression of technology and its effects on the way cases are fought. For example, the online access. How do you think AI technology will impact law in the future? You've seen ChatGPT nowadays. My genre of lawyers are finding it difficult because mm. we don't even know how to file online right. the cases. Today we have to do everything online, payments online, so for that, I use my juniors. I have no intention to sit down and learn at this stage of my career, uh, IT law. Right. <laughs> I cannot do it. Fair enough. I mean, that you're, in your experience, it's probably, Thank you me. don't need to learn it anymore. Thank you very much. <laughs> if you were to start your career over again, is there anything that you would change? And would you stay in the same sector? Yes. I love my profession. That's very good. It's taught me a lot. It made me a stronger person. Would you do you think that there's nothing you would change at all? Like no mistakes along the way or 
Yes, I have made mistakes. Okay. Never to trust your client. That is the first thing I tell people. Okay. You make a draft for them. If the client does not know English, translate it in Hindi or Gujarati or mm. Marathi and take a signature that right. the person has been given the translation and that the yeah. person has understood. Yeah. So take the signature and in writing in the language the person knows. So like an engagement letter basically. No, basically I make them write and I take a signature and date yeah. and name of the person. Okay, just approving that. Yeah. As a precaution. Right. Tomorrow the client may turn around, he might be instigated by somebody and he'll say, "Oh, I was never told. I I was made to sign this paper." Mm. Got it. To preempt that type of incidents. Right. Where do you see yourself in 10 years time? I don't think I'll be there. <laughs> I'm 73. No, that's it. I will it. stop working another 1 2 years. Okay, okay. <laughs> do you, do you think that you've enjoyed your experience in Lola? Very much. Yeah. Very much. Lastly, do you think you could share any resources or organizations that students can explore to learn more about your industry? Is there any way to find out about Lola? No, just go and attend the courts and listen to cases being sure. argued. you will learn much more than any site or right there are yes in uh, youtube there are some lectures okay given by lawyers on particular subjects sure so it's interesting to know that but you say notes. listening to cases probably most effective i find listening to cases the best way to learn get so judgments yeah. you get a yeah. lot of judgments when people are arguing they cite judgments just write down in a notebook okay that and go and study them don't just write them sure. study them so Would you would you say that you use that technique a lot? Yes, I did that. I yeah. used to listen to lawyers how they argue a case. Yeah. How they start how do you start a argument? Yeah. So I would write down in my notebook so that I can use it also. That's a very helpful hint I think. Thank you so much Ms. Bhatia. It was a great pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you very much. Well, that's all we have for today's podcast, ladies and gentlemen. A big thank you once again to Miss Bhatia for agreeing to be a part of this podcast. And until next time, this is the Switched On Podcast.